Yeah, you know what time it is. This is Mike Thunder from the Mike World Order. Just wanted to give you a friendly reminder before listening to this episode that all content on here is parental advisory. Please be mindful of your surroundings when listening to any episode of MWO, with the exception of a few. Thanks. You know, it's been hot as balls this week. But you know what? It's Wednesday. You know what time it is. Furthermore, don't be surprised if tonight's episode, you hear the ice cream man jangling, jangling aloud because he's one of those types. He shows up at nine o'clock and leaves at 1030. Who the fuck is buying ice cream at that hour? Let's start the show. I'm Mike Thunder, and he's my roommate that owes me rent still. Welcome to another edition of Mike Thunder Era. Yeah. Such a dry night it is. A dry, hot night. But this month, September, obviously. But not only is it September, it is also the month where I started podcasting 11 years ago. Crazy, isn't it, huh? So this month, I'm going to make it special in terms of guests, meaningful guests at that. And as you saw early in the month, we had a little special going on at Shop MWO. Multiple items, 20% off a piece, not just the whole total. So you were getting more of your money's worth on that. Oh, yeah. So appreciate those who have put a sale in. And uh, for those who didn't, of course, y'all wanted to make an excuse about it. It's all good. But I will say this to you same people out there. Yes, I get it. It's optional. But don't come out there saying you support these type of businesses, and you don't. And you know who I'm talking about. So many people that I see doing that, my response to you is... Oh, hell no. Yeah, you heard what Mrs. Thunder said. Even though it's not really a Mrs. Thunder, but there is Mrs. Anywho, jokes aside. So... As you saw in the pregame hour, you saw the recent track by 
the Dinosaurs Band, led by frontman Chris Dinosaur, who is one of our guests tonight. Oh, yeah. And that's probably my favorite track of theirs. I mean, they have a lot of good tracks. Check him out, Chris Dinosaur, on all major streaming platforms of music, even YouTube. But that track, for some reason, kind of hits me the most. Even to the point to where there was one day I was doing laundry and the opening riff, I was pretending with my tank top that I pulled from the dryer only because for the simple fact that, well, I didn't have my belt over there, so I couldn't copy the Hollywood Hulk Hogan talk. So I had literally a tank top on and I'm like, and then if I'm in the car listening to it and I'm at a stoplight, I'm, you know, using my steering wheel like I'm the drummer. It's like, and I'm like, yes, going ham in on it. So please take the time out to check out Chris Dinosaur. And there he is right there. Happy to celebrate. Oh, thank you. So. Before we get him on first, you know, it can't be a Mike Thunder era episode without this guy, you know, my co-host, Toronto's greatest export. Oh, yeah. You know, he walks in the room and the guy went from, you want the Punani to Magusta Las Chicas. <clears throat> Las Chicas Magusta takes his cowboy hat off. Magusta Tambien, y'all. Literally, that's a shoot. Give it up for the one. Yes, the one and only the one and only once again, the one. Hang 10. What's happening, bro? Hey, what's up, bro? <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, trying, yeah. just trying to be the one, man. Just trying hey, to be yeah, you want I'm I'm kind of taunting Tom a little bit with my, my shenanigans, but but I actually like this one, so we'll see how it goes. But, but I'm not gonna one. say it's the one. I'm, I'm not gonna say it's the one. I just do it in the group chat just to fuck with Tom because Tom's a little puss, right? I mean, but technically, she is the one. She's the one you currently like. That's it. Can be used in that sort of way. Not the one yeah. you're gonna bag up, or the one you're gonna knock up, or the one that you know help you get over a squirrel. No. You just said that's the one you like. Uh, squirrel's, squirrel's blocked. I don't even bother talking to her or texting her. She's still trying to message me, by the way. Oh, I know she is, even though she denies it in separate conversations. But you don't have to lie to it. You don't have to lie to my thunder. I smell bullshit a mile away. No, so that that's blocked. That's not allowed to come near me. Um, yeah. So I kind of got my marching orders yesterday when I was talking with uh, the Mexican yesterday. Oh, Magusta. We'll just call her. Much... We'll just call her code name Magusta. Magusta, yeah. So she was pretty much telling me that uh, all these other girls that are texting me and calling me, can you block them? Can you block me? So she wants me to be prop, uh, you know, I guess only for her type of thing. And I'm like, okay, if that's the case, then who's all those guys that are texting you? She did it right in front of me. And I'm like, okay. So, yeah. 
So I think I, I'm in something. I don't know what I'm in, but I'm in something. I have a vendetta with you, buddy. Because I was one of the guys whose number was blocked. And I don't play that shit, Huntington. Okay? Mini Big Mac trying to get his bread. You messing with my bread, man. I don't play that. Okay? I just want to let you know that, Huntington. I like you. I like you a lot. Yeah, but the one that hurt, I had to block Persian. I blocked her completely and remove off her Facebook, everything. Off her. I don't blame you. After you explained the whole nine on episode, well, volume uh, seven, I was like, yeah, never mind. Or volume six. <laughs> one of those. And by the way, at Chris Dinosaur, phenomenal music, man. It's, it's almost throwback to the old 1990s type of music. That's what it sounded like to me. Oh yeah, I I love his his stuff, Master Precision, Little Big Mike in the house. Yeah, I still keep trying to figure out who Master Prestige is. I don't know who he is. He needs a cameo in Barbie Two. <laughs> Call it Barbie Two Snow Bunny Galore. <laughs> then again, I never did ask what type Mini Big Mike was into. I mean, I just originally assume Asians because it's usually the Asian women that as soon as they see him, they'd be like, oh, he, he's he little, but he big. He big. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, could, I could see it. I, I uh, The old song, like Peaches and shit like that, it's almost had that vibe to it, you know? Oh, yeah. They fans also assume the Asian. Yeah. I still get mistaken for Filipino a lot, but I get it. I, you know what? I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't brag about that, man. I wouldn't. Let me tell you something. Filipinos aren't that or anything, man. Yeah, they are. Listen, listen. Come to North, come to Northern Virginia. Your mindset listen, will change. Listen, listen, listen. My ex-wife left me for a Filipino, and I don't like them. For me, I, I was revenge fucking a lot of them. Yeah, you know, after the divorce, and I can never be liking the, the, the culture. They're, they're, they're not, they're not all the same. Like maybe it's because I like all the Americanized ones because it's different, you know. But no, uh, I had to disagree on that statement with Filipinas. Uh, but that's just me. I, I, I would rather go with the Thai girl or North Korean, uh, even. All Koreans, Chinese, Japanese. I love Filipinos them. are the last. last. They're, they're my top three. I'd say Taiwanese, Filipinos, and Korean is my top three. I, Korean's up at the top for me. I mean, maybe it's because I've dealt with so many of them up here. It's just like, eh, it's like Korean's the new white. Yeah. It is. That, but that's yeah. just my opinion. But no, I'd have to say Taiwanese and, and Filipinos, definitely a favorite. Definitely. Trust me. If you see the ones I know, your mind will change. I promise you. I haven't looked. I haven't lied about my MAGA campaign yet. Okay. Just saying. But here's one who's also a fellow supporter of MAGA. He said... Master Prestige mentioned, where the hell are you running into North Korean women? 
<laughs> well, I just saw I just saw that one night. Yomi Park, I think her name is. Oh. I know who you're talking about. She's North Korean? Yeah. No oh. way. Yeah, 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 yeah. No way. I know exactly who you're talking about. I thought the whole time she was she, South Korean. She escaped from North Korea, and she tells her a story, and, oh, I can't stop oh. looking at her, her knockers, man. <laughs> I mean, look, as much as I like cakes, sometimes it's out of knockers. But most of the time, I see knockers on Asian women. They're not real. Uh, anywho. So, without further ado, while the people are sending me DMs, y'all crack me up. I love the feedback y'all giving. <laughs> Stop pissing off the Filipinas, man. They love me. <laughs> Especially the ones up here, man. They're not like that. Well, I, I, got, I, got one, I got one story about a Filipino girl that I, I was with. Oh, I got one, too. But I've been and, told not to mention she was, she was so dirty and disgusting. I've never met one who was dirty, though. No, but she was trying to pretend like she was clean. So oh. after we did the deal and she took the towel that was underneath us and she went, oh, there's nothing much on it. She threw it in the dryer and then she turned the dryer on. Yeah. And I got so mad at her. I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Every, everyone I've seen now, see, I would have expected that from white chicks. No offense. But uh, yeah. that's something Amanda would do. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> Oops. Sorry, not sorry. But no, nah, maybe like I said, maybe it's because I'm up in Northern Virginia. It's in a whole different element. But yeah, all the Asian women that I've dealt with up here have been clean. No complaints. Like, and then they it cracks me up when they go into my apartment. I think it's junky, but they think it's clean. And I think it's very quite delightful. But that being said, we're gonna go ahead and bring on our guest local recording artist in the DMV. You've seen him on Thirsty Thunder. You've seen him on, well, we did a couple of specials as well, but this is his first time on a volume of Mike Thunder era on the opening night of my fucking anniversary month. Give it up for Chris Dinosaur. Anywho. How's it going, man? Chris, How y'all doing? Dude. Hey, what's what up? Man? By the way, I appreciate your music, man. It was good. Dude, thank you. No, I, I appreciate it. definitely, you know, 90s rock. Like, man, everything from just kind of lots of different places, like not just rock music, like a lot of different influences kind of growing up. My my parents, uh, so my mom's Ecuadorian and my dad's Thai. And oh, you okay. spend a lot of time between New York uh ecuador spent some time in texas i've uh, uh family that's colombian so like just a lot of influences from from different stuff and uh court is kind of like my love letter to grunge music that song that song court is like my love Someone letter called you kumar man who's that kumar patel dude i wish i was that fucking smart have you have you guys uh so obviously Master Prestige is familiar with Harold and Kumar, 
Uh, oh, hell yeah. Who wouldn't be? It's one of the greatest yeah. movies. No, dude, that guy that guy is way more handsome than I am, but I appreciate that. Oh, whatever. People, if y'all end up seeing Chris Dinosaur in public, don't listen to this shit, okay? Like, I did a post of his photo promoting the show, right? That fucking photo got more likes than any of my photos within the past month combined. So don't you come at me saying, oh, I'm just ugly guy. Well, hold on a second now. Uh, you know, uh, you know that act works. You know that that works. I I do that all the I mean, time. I'm just I say saying, I'm like, I say yeah, my whole day, whatever. So it's the same shit. Yeah, it works. this this was the photo I posted, and everyone's like, ah. And they like one person sent me like the hard eyes emoji, and I'm like, hey, fuck you. That's... You don't do one of my photos. But y'all, just don't forget, there's a billion people in India, man. You know. They get down. <laughs> they, they have to <laughs> make that many people. You know, they're not. They, those girls aren't aren't, aren't uh, hard to look at either. So, <laughs> so yeah, no. But um, but but anyways, I'm I'm happy to celebrate with you, man. It's been 11 years. That's a long, it's a long time. How how long does it feel like you've been doing it? Uh, honestly, it wasn't until the Twitch era where it felt like I was where it felt like that 11, that year number nine, year number 10, year number 11 hit. Um, because the past three years I've been doing it live, whereas before it was all pre-recorded episodes that I upload on Strictly YouTube. But then once I discovered Twitch and StreamYard and all these other platforms, I can put myself out there. Now I feel like now it's a routine to go live because I can't even go to my job on a Wednesday without somebody saying, you know what time it is, you know, <laughs> in my while impersonating my voice, you know. But, um, yeah, I ask because, like, people ask me how long I've been playing guitar or, like, doing music, whatever. And it's like when I start to think about how long I've been doing it, I'm like, damn, it doesn't feel like it's been that long. You know what I mean? So that's why that's why I was asking because eleven years is a long time, bro. That's a lot. That's a, a lot of streams, man. Uh, not really, because when I did it during the YouTube era, I did it by seasons, because it was hard to do think of topics for an episode, or because honestly, and I'll say this: when I first started, you know, in 2012, it was called the Mike Cook Guys Podcast, a reference to Paul Heyman that. Uh, he referred to anyone that ended up getting recruited and pushed by him, a, a Paul Heyman guy. So I was like, are you a Mike Cook guy or are you a Mike Cook guy? And, you know, I was pretty much doing pre-recorded episodes, just me venting out to the world. But then once I moved up here, I got more creative and was doing episodes like my love for Asian women or my love for Hispanic women, because the first eight months of living in Northern Virginia and the area I'm at, I was going through a Latina phase because, you know, like your situation, Hangton, about Filipinas, I was like that for a while with Japanese women because of how my ex did me to where I hated white males because she cheated on me for a younger white male. And uh, it is what it is. Cancel, but, you know, moved on since then and and taking on every traumatic moment by venting out on the podcast. So it wasn't until 2020, which is pretty much how I met Hangton, and I was pretty much losing my whole mental capacity 
And it was at the point to where I uh, I just lost it mentally. Like, I just, I was gone. I was off the rock. I was dyeing my hair blonde. I was dyeing my hair blue and dyeing it jet black and looking like a Baco Loco. Because I was trying to, like, reset a whole identity crisis that I had going on because I was pretty much stuck in my apartment and couldn't go nowhere. So I didn't have interaction with much people. It fucking sucked to be single, so I didn't have that going on. So I was literally losing my whole mental, and then that's basically when my thunder was born. That's honestly when yeah, he was born. He was born in this uh, messenger chat group that we all have, and we were just yeah. Mike Thunder. We, we would talk, and we'd say some messed up shit in that group, and we still talk to today, even though the the, the lockdown's not here anymore. We we chat and we communicate pretty much daily, and it's funny some of the chats we we talk about. It is. Because it can go anywhere, but lately it's just been the same subject. Are you are you muted, Mike? Huh? You're muted? No, I'm not muted. Okay. You just look like you're talking, but you weren't saying anything. I was because I can hear the echo from one of you. Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah. I mean, having a raspy voice, you can't help but sometimes be soft spoken. You know. And I'm actually digging this echo in the background because it makes it sound like I'm more sensual because I hear myself as I'm talking. So please forgive me in advance for any moment of having an ego because I'm Asian, very white. And uh, I get down on my bag and sing to a woman. That's how. And mind you, that woman was pulling in. She's hot. Sadly, she never gave me the point. Just saying. Could have. But yeah, tonight's topic. I mean, it's various topics, but I'd say it's actually me making fun of a little bit of everything. But overall, it's a little bit of me making fun of myself. The topic women you thought were the one when really. They were the one, all right. But they were more like this type of one, not that one. This one, where it uh, it goes wrong. I think we can all say we've had that moment before, but I'd say the moment I've had of it were quite comical. Looking back, I have had two, and the the first one is my my ex wife. I thought she was the one. I was married to her. Oh, no. Married oh. with her. Oh. Why is it every time you say the word so comical? <laughs> because we I've been mocking it for uh was it about two or three weeks now? I've been mocking no, it. Been more like two or three fucking months. <laughs> Prince Dinosaur to listen in the loop about the situation. There's a guy in our group chat. Who every time he dates a chick, he says she's the one. She's the one, and I I mercilessly mock him every chance he does that, and he doesn't get it that I'm making fun of him. I and think I've seen the 
it's been about the past year about what three or four women that were the one. Oh, for sure. There's a laundry list. Uh, this one, and then he got it. Now, now this one, he dumped him. He's gonna say he's dating the the mother of this one, and like as the trailer park turns, that's what I keep fucking saying. As the trailer park turns, the one. Well, I mean, I think I feel like we all know somebody who's like that. Because I definitely have friends who are like, I don't know, they fall. I, shit, that was me. Like, when I was younger, bro, I was the one that was like, had fallen in love real fast. I will say, though, I've been very lucky. And, and I have not been fucked over um, by by any of the girls I dated. But, but I have been fucked over by lady bosses that I've had. Like, that's yeah, women bosses are the worst to work for. That's, that's that, man. that was bad. Yeah. 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 I, I can agree. Having a woman boss at the company I work for that let me go. Yeah, that wasn't fun. Once she was, when I first started working there, she was cool. But then once she took on the full position and was taking on every accolade that she was earning, when we all knew the truth of how she earned it, but I'm not going there. Um, yeah, it really got to her head. Yeah. So that's that's my kind of story. I mean, man, like I haven't, yeah, like I said, I haven't fucked over that way. For me, it was like I was I was managing accounts. I mean, I don't want to say too much shit, but basically, like I was working with a customer and she yanked me off that account gave it to somebody else who knew that he looked good she hired him she didn't hire me so there's a little favoritism there well i i i find it especially with women bosses um they if you if they don't like you personally they take it out on you and i knew it when i was working for a bank um I had to report to one of these women um, and she was like really anti-men and everything that she did. And I could see the writing on the wall before I was let go eventually. And I, some of the people within my organization were, were trying to get me to move to a different organization because they saw that they, she was kind of railroading me out. So basically they made my, my position redundant and they, they, that was the way they got me out. That's, that's a little bit hard. Yeah. Within a bank, you have to show that the position is not needed in order for you to get out. And that's what she did. Damn. She fucked with your heart and your wallet. No, no, no. Well, it, all, it also came at the same time as my ex-wife cheating on me. And I was not mentally there because of all that happening. And I lost my job at the same time because I wasn't focusing. I was focusing on my kids and whatever. I I crashed and burned pretty good. I mean, we should bounce back from it. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I would say for me, though, out of all the women I've dated, it's probably two that I thought that would have won. Um, I said, like I said, one of them was the Japanese one. Because uh, that one hit hard because I ended up growing a bond with her. Kid. So when she did what she did, I went through a downward spiral. I was not 
I was going through it wrong. However, it did give me a chance to start all over and move to Northern Virginia. And I haven't looked back ever since. And uh, that was seven years ago. Second one, that's a whole episode of the throne. I can turn that shit to a movie. Well, I, I've, I've talked. I've talked to you. my my second one as the the most heart wrenching one for myself. I, I think I mentioned to you, and I'm gonna bring it up again because in our group we they they start making fun of me because I always bring it up. So I used to date this doctor Chuck, and I moved out of the city. Right? Remember Mike? So <laughs> so I, I moved out of the city to to be with her and I pretty much was dealing with a lot the breakup of my ex-wife. I just moved into a relationship right away. She was hot and I let all caution go and I threw it out the window. I went out to like uh, basically an hour and a half of drive out of the city uh, out Toronto in Peterborough. And I lived with her for a bit and they, I had I had a condo at the time and a house. I ended up losing the condo, ended up losing the house because I was all focused on just appeasing her and trying to help her get what she wanted. And she was beautiful and I just fell into the trap. I became a simp. It happened to me too with this one. She was Nicaraguan and oh my gosh. She laid it on me. Like hers was that good that we I helped pay for a quinceanera that I wasn't even invited to. Cause she didn't send me the invite. Well what bothers me right now is she she's messaging my son right now, the same woman. She's messaging him and, and basically saying, um uh it was on Instagram, she was messaging him on Instagram saying, uh Women, women's um, Women's Day back in March or April, whatever Women's Day is, and she was messaging him, and I go, "Why is she?" And he asked her, "Why are you messaging me?" And she's like, "Can you send this to your dad?" And I'm like, "So I, I, I told my son, text her back and just say, leave me alone, don't talk to me, we're not dealing with this." That is fucking wild. That's fucking wild. Yeah. He must have really laid it on. It happens. It happens. Even this old bugger has has things, right? So there we go. It's like uh, it's like Grady said on the Sanford report. But then you got it, you got it. One on or two. <laughs> so yeah. that's how I look at it as. So let me ask you guys a question. Right? Now I I made a promise I could mention this situation, the story. So I'm just only gonna mention it as a problem. So I ask you to just 
just out of randomness and out of curiosity. And because why the fuck not? Have y'all ever been in a situation where it was two women playing tug of war? Now, before you answer the question, I'm going to play a clip. It's four minutes long. But as you're watching this clip, I want y'all to think about it. Something like this has happened. What the? Oh, hey, baby. A good baby. You don't want to do this. It's not that serious. That dick is serious. That is a fact. I went back to black. It's not you. It's me. You don't have the guts. Theresa? Kill him, bitch. I got nothing. The dick was trash. Mm -hmm. Oh, hey, baby. Uh, you got me fucked up. The bitch from my job? Speaking of that, ain't you supposed to be at work? Uh, she's too thick for me to be sorry. Can't you just be happy for me? In my defense, I've been trying to smash her for a long time. Facts. I'm sorry? Worth it. Can you turn the fan on? Please. Knew I should have got a room. It wasn't even that good. I was. Look at her. You hungry? She cooked. I did. She could teach you something. You want to see the video? Hey, babe, I'm about to cook with you. With my boss? Ain't you supposed to be at work? You're fired. It's just you and me now, baby. I know you mad, but can you come back in 15 minutes? Why you keep letting her work so early? I'm trying to get you a raise. If you think I feel bad, you are mistaken. Shoot me after I'm done. We're not going to act like you don't see how fine she is. Don't be selfish. You know your mama taught you better than that. I'm pregnant. A gun. It probably ain't even loaded. Yeah. 
Can you make sure she's at least at my funeral for the homies? I'm about to be her first black guy. Give me that at least. First, right? <laughs> Psych. What? Look, you're caked up, but she's caked out. Can you put a cop uniform on so it's a little bit more believable? Just don't tell my mama. Don't tell my dad. You always say no worries. You gonna have to shoot her too, because her man gonna be mad. Right in the heart. She is pretty thick. Leave it. <laughs> <laughs> so, gents, who wants to go for first? <laughs> Well, look, since y'all don't have one, I don't have one. Someone in the room does. So, if I could have y'all attention, uh, Mini Big Mike would like it. Go ahead. So, uh, yeah, man. So, this one time, I had Miss Elizabeth. Action free. Then afterwards, there was another action free. It was woman. I didn't know what to choose. I understood how Ric Flair felt like. So I went with Miss Elizabeth. Because if Randy was a hit and run, I had to do it. Know what I mean? Yeah. Y'all agree? Well, fuck it then. <laughs> there you have it, folks. Maybe Big Mike. Uh, dude, I've never, I've never been. I can say I've never been in that situation. <laughs> in any of those situations. <laughs> I've been in one similar, but so wait, everybody's got a gun. <laughs> no, no, I. I've never, never been, never been accosted like that in a bedroom like that. No. But you never been in a situation that had to do with two women fighting over. That. That's different. That's what I'm saying. I just wanted a more comical approach. <laughs> I wanted to come. Don't worry, there's a part two. There's part two. Okay, but, so go ahead. yeah, there, there's been one that has fought over me. Yeah. Um, it, but it was in high school. It didn't really matter. Then I ended up marrying the one that won. <laughs> so I shouldn't. What happened was, I there was this Polynesian girl that I liked. Ooh. She was really cute. A little bit thick, right? And my ex-wife was taunting her and saying that she was uh, fat. And they put Jenny Craig stickers on her locker. Oh, 
That's and the, lady, the the girl, Carmen, she wanted to kick his ass and kick her ass. And uh, I remember they were, they were trying to scrap and everything, and I had to step in between the two. And I have, I got upset because I actually like Carmen. I knew her brother and everything, and I was good with them. And I didn't do anything with her because of her brother. Um, yeah, they smash you with a rock. <laughs> but I knew she liked me, and I knew she was a little bit younger than me, and she was really trying hard to be with me. Um, but I ended up choosing my ex-wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, look at it like this. At least you got a second chance in life. Most men, don't get, most men don't get that. Most men, they leave a note that says check the autopsy. Well, you know, but growing up where I grew up, I've had a couple guns stuck to my head. So, I, yeah. So, yeah. But not in the bedroom. Right. <laughs> Two girls, one bra. <laughs> Interesting. But um, yeah, I think that's pretty good. I had a situation, but so, but I can't. Like I said, I, I was sworn under secrecy that I can't mention this story. But if I ever do. Or if there's one night we all catch me off guard too tipsy and over the moon. And y'all ask, fair game. But yeah, it was probably the most craziest, funniest moment that was going on. That's all I can say. That's all I, I wish I could say, but it's too... Uh, It's it's too uh yeah, too hilarious. All right, we'll take your word for it. Oh trust me. It's I'll ask day. you offline. Um, <laughs> what one day. But nah man, it's it's uh it was probably one of the funniest, craziest moments ever. And especially uh, I'm sitting at the sidelines watching it as it goes down. <laughs> it was like, who's fighting? Yeah. Anywho, how the music business been, Chris? Busy, man. I can Busy. tell, man. You killed me the other night at Pretender Studio. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Like, literally, I was dead center watching you. You was like so much in your, you were so much in your aura of singing. Like, literally, like, Okay, so for those who've never seen this dinosaur before, here's the type of music he brings, right? Yes, he has a band, but he has his own like separate aura when he starts to where the room can be like super loud, but as soon as he starts singing, everyone just automatically fades out in the disquiet mode. Like some people that sing or perform. The crowd is into it, they're doing all that. But every time I've seen Chris Donaldson perform with his band, like literally, there's not a peep. 
everyone got their like, full undivided attention towards them. It's it's crazy. I appreciate that, man. That's a that's a, a high praise, dude. And and to me, honestly, like, but I close my eyes sometimes, and I just kind of like zone out. <laughs> it's like I black out, and I like I'm like just do I'm connecting with what I'm singing and playing, and and then I'll like open my eyes and like, oh, shit, like there's like all of these people, and like I'll forget it. Has I know it's weird. But that's that's kind of how it happens sometimes, and so, so I feel bad because like bad. I want to try to connect more with the audience. So like that's something that I'm working on, just like kind of on a personal note. But like if because if I'm not careful, bro, like Navon, dude, he killed it on the sax that night. You know what I mean? He was perfect with the track. Like it just everything just gelled well. The piano, the backup vocals from your girlfriend, the drummer. Everyone like it just had a nice, smooth timing to everything. Why, right? That's what I'm saying. Like your music is somewhere that I can hear in a bar, but I can also hear in a coffee shop. It's one of those tracks that I can hear in a retail store, Thank but you. I can also hear at a uh, rambunctious, like a Hooters type restaurant. I appreciate that, man. Yeah. So, your your music has like that, you know. How can I say this? It's a chameleon. It can just. I like that. It has a place for everywhere. It's not just one specific place. Like some people, when they do music, and I'm not knocking anyone's music, I'll yeah. Be, but they stick with just that one category, that one audience. You don't do that. Well, I pre I appreciate that, man. I mean, it's it's sometimes it's it's hard to like get an audience that kind of knows what to expect because different songs all sound so different. So it's like, sometimes yeah, I think people might show up for court and then they hear, they hear Petrichor and they're like, Ooh, that's kind of like different, you know? Um, but hopefully, hopefully um, people have a good time. Cause we just try to like kind of get lost in the music so that everybody else can just vibe to it, go have something to drink, you know, have a good time with your friends and stuff. Like my whole mindset is just like, I want to play and I want to, I want to put on the kind of show that I would want to go to. You know what I mean? And like the kind of show I like to go to, I like to have some drinks. I like to dance with friends. I like to just vibe and, you know, kind of have a good, have a good time like that. So that's definitely the, the kind of energy that we try to bring as a band for sure. It's it, it's good from what I've heard, and sounds like a very '90s flow to it, and uh, I like it. Uh, though the one song that you were uh, that you were playing there, Mike, earlier, it sounded like uh, Peaches from the Presidents of the United States. Thanks, man. Yeah, and that's what it sounded like to me, and I was like, "Oh, okay, there we go." Sick. No, that's I appreciate that, man. That was such an underrated alternative band. She's lump. Yeah. Uh, yeah, peaches, peaches, moving to the country. We're gonna the drink a lot of peaches. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. what I kind of got from when I heard it. I was like, okay, that's kind of what it sounds like a little bit to me. For me, it was more of a, it was a hybrid of Radiohead and early Silverchair. Oh, true. Like early, early silver chair, like no, it was frog stomp silver chair. Yeah, but 
radio. Yeah, and I don't think so. It's yeah, got, but you only heard that one song though. Like, I'm okay. I you probably the other songs maybe like. I'll have to check out your other. Yeah, because it's, it's like I said, it's a little taste of everything. But I think it's because the opening riff reminds me of Radiohead. Hang Ten, what's your what's your name, man? Uh, should I just call you Hang Ten? Yeah, just call me Hang Ten. Cool. So, right, check out um, check out my YouTube page, Chris Dinosaur, and I'll do uh, and and check out the song Monet. I think that's a good that's a good song. We just put it up on Spotify. It's on Chris Dinosaur on Spotify and Apple Music and stuff. But on YouTube, you can see us play it live in studios band. And our bass player, Massimo Zaru Roque, he just kills it. It's a phenomenal bass solo, bro. It's so good. And our drummer, Seth Baylor, uh, my girlfriend was playing, uh, she was playing bass, but for this particular track, she just sang backup vocals and harmonized with me. And it just, it really adds a nice touch to it. So um, I would say Monet is a, is a good starting point. Like if you're trying to figure out like, you know, what's this band sound like? Because it's got soft parts, it's got the hard parts, and uh, yeah, for sure. All right, I'll check that out. I'll check that out. Dope. Now I appreciate you guys. Um, and yeah, man, we've been Mike to, to your question earlier about how's the music business going. I just want to give a quick shout out to the folks at your social network and the folks at Pretendo Studios uh, and Jam and Java for hosting us. I mean, there's a lot of thank yous I could give, but just you know, in the last last month and the next couple of months. Uh, there's a lot of exciting things that that uh, your social network is is doing to make it possible for folks like dinosaurs like myself to play on some awesome stages bro like to play jam and java you know what i mean like to to play at some of these bigger venues um and hang 10 like i'm not sure if you're in the Virginia area for like local music. no i'm i'm in i'm in canada toronto okay okay cool so this I, 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 yeah I'd have to fly down to where you guys are. So check. Okay, cool. But Toronto's got a, a good music scene too, man. A lot of good local artists up there. Um, but I was going to say that the place that we've, we've been able to play at, uh, it's about 30 minutes outside of DC. But like when I was in high school and stuff, dude, I would go see local bands and I would go see trout, like national touring bands at this place. And I was like, man, one day, one day I'll play on that stage. And bro, these folks over in your social network got me up there three times in less than a year. So I just have to give them a big shout out because like they just as part as as far as like the music business goes or whatever, especially in the local scene, um, I we would not have gotten the gigs that we got, you know, we're, we're not for their support. So just want to give them a quick shout out. Bo, hope you're listening, man. Hope you're out there. Uh, Aaron and, and, and all the folks over at Crescendo, uh, you know, I'll see you guys later this week. So, um, yeah, I appreciate that, man. Just want to give a quick shout out, you know. You know, and all that shout out, you know, I was not mentioned at all. That's fucked up. I'm just kidding. Bruh, oh, my goodness. I'm just Come kidding. On, I'm just kidding. Oh, man. You noticed that. You saw that, Aington. Like, you saw Yep. See, not one time I heard anything Mike You're on my Thunder show and you're not saying nothing. Yeah, exactly, man. That's the thing, man. Man, I, I, I apologize, Mike, but I was saying that in the end. You know what I mean? I got a nice, I got a nice couple of words I, I, I want to share with the audience. Oh, oh, a nice one. Really, 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 you know what? 
I should I should get mini big Mike on you just to take you. Let me stop. <laughs> I should get him to take you down. Or you know what? You know what? I ought to get Hangton on you. He can fight. I got proof. He no, can I don't play, fight. Man. No, I don't want that. I, I don't, don't want play, that smoke. Like, I don't. I don't want that I, smoke. I don't, he plays dirty I, too. He I, won't. I only fight. I only fight a guy named Queasy. That's it, man. I don't want. <laughs> Don't hurt him, Jamie. Yeah, no, I don't want any of that smoke. I want. I don't want any of that smoke, bite. I mean, I recorded. <laughs> It was so, so what he what he's doing is he's he's trying to mock um, me and Cleasy fighting. That's what he's trying to do. <laughs> and he, and he's and he's purposely he's purposely um, commenting on. Uh, oh shit! Is that Ethan? Yeah, that's Ethan. Yeah. Ethan, what's good, buddy? You're live on the show. <laughs> The infamous Ethan. Yeah. <laughs> it's my, my roommate. Comes here, he's my roommate, and then he fucks off. Hey, the poor guy had to be tortured by you that one time. <laughs> poor guy. We, we appreciate you taking a That was the infamous queasy time when he was over. <laughs> Yeah, we're not yeah. getting into that one. I don't want to corrupt poor Chris Dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> poor guy was sitting there like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't want to do that to you, man. I like you too much, dog. I don't want you to I don't want you to feel like Tony Khan sitting backstage at all in. So so Chris, what, what is your influences in the, the music? genre what are you what are your influences that you're picking up yeah i, I think a lot of, I, I listened to a lot of like classic rock growing up and like 80s rock so my parents everything from billy joel to the beatles to uh eagles jim croce just like a lot of stuff all over the map and then like the 90s hit me real hard so like uh green day radiohead dave matthews band um i mean sound garden red hot chili peppers pearl jam a lot of those bands um, and then like towards the late 90s or 2000s uh i got it i went through a john mayer phase really really listened to a lot of john mayer and uh, and yeah yeah, I think I've been branching out. Now, trying to, like, lately, I've been listening to Talking Heads. Y'all ever mess with Talking Heads at all? Oh, yeah. 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 It's um, that album, Remaining Light, I think. Uh, man, it's just, it's incredible. I, I've, been, I've been listening, I've been jamming on that for, for I would say, probably a couple weeks now. I'm just curious about the whole Dominator thing. No. <laughs> what do you mean? 
<laughs> I know. I always get bugged about that. I'm gonna keep it real though. Because we all know how Dolly is. He represented a lot of his movie where he's like, watch this. Where you going? I'll be right And then women be like, the whole time. So my my question is, were you just learning John Mayer style because you like his music, or were you learn it just so you can have that same effect John Mayer has when he's thinking the way? I think I think if I'm honest, it was probably a little bit of both. If I'm completely honest, uh, yeah, but, but yeah. Nah, man, I, I can't I can't lie. I, I will actually turn on some of those songs even if no one else is around. Yeah, no, okay. You know what? Hold on a second. Do me, do me a favor, though. Listen to, like, uh, let's see. What's, what, would, what would be a good one? Wonderland? No, man. You want to listen, listen to something, I would say, probably off of... Have you noticed? I'm not I'm not into this, so I wouldn't know. Mm-hmm. I, can, I can't get I my because I used to work retail all the time. Yeah, he, he's, it's like seduction music. On on a level, a little bit. I, for me, I I use reggae, so that's I'm more. Uh, I, was, I mean, reggae. you know, it's I guess like that's what I'm saying. You know, it's a little bit, but it's it's just a really good blues and uh, like a good blues guitar player for sure. Honey, I'm so, more of a very white. That's not you're not so, wrong, but that's because the rap. I don't have a voice that's made for singing. You'll never see me do karaoke or, you know, I did that one open mic and I got down on the bad knee to sing, but yeah. Um, other than that, this isn't a voice for singing. This is more of a voice of being in front of a microphone and telling you, this is late night radio with your boy, Mike Thunder. You don't have to wonder when you get the Blue Thunder special tonight's playlist. We're going to play a little John Coltrane. <laughs> you know, yeah, like yeah. That. Little, little jazz, little late night jazz voice. I mean, that's, that's pretty much NWO nightclub. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that's when y'all see me like turn into that guy. Because, I mean, if I could sing, yeah, I would be singing just for that. If I could play an instrument, I would play an instrument strictly for that. Yeah. Well, any guy that plays an instrument, he's got groupies. Come on, be realistic. Listen, when I mentioned I had a podcast when I was on the West Coast, I ended up almost having groupies. I just didn't want it. Yeah, it's not. That's, that's how I met my girlfriend. Let her at an open mic. And she, and she, approached, me, she approached me after and, here we are. So, because they 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 like a guy that can play a guitar, that's different than the regular guys around. They they like that. It's like the forbidden fruit for women. Yeah, see, I don't have that. <laughs> I don't have that at all. I can fake it. I can bring out a guitar and pretend like I do it. But I, you know, yeah, I, mean, I, I, I couldn't do it. See, me, I don't have that luxury or that type of talent. No. My talent is basically 
pro wrestling, talking in a raspy voice, and cooking a bomb ass meal. <laughs> Don't sleep on that last one though, bro. Cooking a bomb ass meal is oh, no, 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 no. That is the go-to move. Come over, I'll just cook something for you. Oh, I know. I tell, look, I'll tell the woman. If you think sex with me is great, you should try my cooking. It's way better. That's good. Like, if you think sex with me is good, you don't. Let me, let me, let me cook for you. I'll, I'll make some nice butter chicken, or I'll make uh, nice pie food for you. Okay. See me, it's like I make like a fried rice, or I'll like do that. Just them watching the way I prep, they're like so much an amazement because I got the music playing and my head's covered. And just if I'm doing like Korean barbecue or the uh, at home, oh, yeah. they love just watching out the setup and season everything and cut my meat and house. And they said they're just watching. They're just watching. Like they're an audience. Taking it in, you know. Or, or if they see me like cooking on the stove, they'll get like right on the next to me. They'll get right behind you too, and they start grabbing you. And I'm like, yes. Or they just get bundled next to me, watching the movie. Like, have you never seen a man cook before? That's not ramen noodles or instant mac and cheese or the Giorno pizza. <laughs> that's hilarious. Oh, this is an interesting. Uh, Polar Knights mentioned, I love this show. It is a perfect evolution of beer. <laughs> I love that. It's big. Even, <laughs> even the action figures got beer. It's like the evolution of beer. I mean, you can't really see my beer. I'm, I'm sitting under the blue thunder. So. <laughs> I keep it just low because i want to i want to make sure it's nice and salt and peppery so when i grow it out it gets all dirty and looking messy that's why yeah but it, but at the same time it gets annoying in public when some women that are younger than me they just flat out and just a couple of phrases might as well say i have daddy issues i'm gonna go i'm going for the big old pirate beard by uh halloween you know what i mean I, I, I don't want any I don't want any little kids anymore. I'm tired of being a daddy for these ones. I want to It me because recently I was I was referred to by a woman in Annandale as a TV dilf. And I was like, what? TV dilf. Like the TV dad, but the ill. Um, yeah. I was like, I'm not I, even a dad. <laughs> TV. I, I've, had, I've, had, I've had someone. I'm sorry, I've had I'm, I'm like on a delay. I've had someone say that to me, and I'm like, okay, I'm old, and the person was in her, the person was in her twenties. But that's what they're into. That's what they like. They want. It ain't when, a money. I'm learning. It's not a money thing. It's listen, not a security listen, thing. No, I think it was. I think it was a, a checklist thing. She had a checklist. Oh, so it's like a kink. Yeah. So I was walking my dog the other uh, about a month ago. I was walking my dog, and I stopped at Young Street. It's like our main street here in Toronto. I was crossing it, and this girl comes over. She's in her young twenties. Sounds like a porno. 
And she goes, oh, I love dogs. I love dogs. And I'm like, all right, whatever. I'm, but she she had a Irish accent, and I was I was I was kind of teasing her because there's an Irish bar down the street. And they all all the Irish go to the bar, yeah. and I was teasing her that uh, can you say my lucky charms and shit like that just to, get, to make her laugh. <laughs> magically delicious, shit like that, right? And she was. Uh, She's laughing and so forth. And then she's like, she's bending it down. I think my dog, my dog's gonna lick her face. And I said, Don't, don't, um, don't, don't do that because my dog licks its balls and ass, right? Don't, don't let that happen. Because then you got it all over her face. And she's like, Well, that's the most action I've had all week. <laughs> Segway, I'm in. Okay. So I go, All right. Like I said, it sounded like a porno. So I go, oh, if you, if you have an issue, then let's exchange numbers and I can make satisfy that for you. We changed numbers. I dropped my dog off, went back to her, I called her and we went hooked up and I did the deed. But like I said, it, I felt like a checklist. Whack by the shenanigans. Did you want to be more than the checklist? No. He said, I didn't say it was a bad thing. I just said it was a thing. I felt horrible after. <laughs> I felt horrible after. horrible. I mean, I get it because I remember my... Because me and my son have a deal. I'm not supposed to be fucking oh, somebody in the 20s. Okay? Oh, yeah. I, I kind of broke that rule, right? Because it's too close to his age than it is to mine. Be like, Dad, she's at my college. <laughs> I can see that being a little weird. Yeah. No one should ever have to say that. Yeah. To me. Yeah. I get it. I get it. <laughs> I mean, that's why I feel a I just think it's wild because I had a situation like that right when I hit thirty. See, for me, it was my barber because I used to like have my beard and stuff done. And it was by this Salvadorian chick, but I thought she was like Middle Eastern because of how she did her makeup. And she was 20, Salvadorian, I was 30. And here's what made it so weird. She graduated with my oldest niece. I didn't know this until later on when my niece came at me. I didn't know. So wasn't nothing going on, just casual chatting and all that, Instagram and all that. So, um, there was a moment where she broke up with her man. And I'm just not even paying no money. I was like, you know, you're a big friend of guys, you're a beautiful girl, you know. If I was one of those guys, I'd meet you, blah, blah, blah. That was mistake number one. So, after that, he, um, he started catching feeling. I didn't want anything to do with it other than being benefits and still getting a free haircut or beard cuts in my case because I was already balding, so I ended up shaving. So she was like wanting the full-blown relationship and kids, and I'm like, I can only give you half of that, and I don't want to give that to nobody. So... She was trying her hardest 
He wanted it. She didn't care about my money or none of that. She just, she was so infatuated. Like, and it was, I like clingy women, but this was too much. Way too much. And then because I didn't want to give her a relationship, she got mad at me and blamed me for her going back with her ex and it still didn't work out. And then she cried again. And I was like, no. Because as soon as my niece found out, she was mad. So of course I get it. It was awkward for her, but she, my niece also knew that she liked older men. So I get that yeah. a lot right now and I don't. It's crazy, man. It's crazy shit. It, it is, but do you so let me ask you guys a question. You mentioned something, Mike. Do you guys think this is possible just as a hypothetical? I have my own opinion, but I want to know what y'all think. Is it possible for a dude and a dudette, a girl, chick, to be friends if both folks are single and heterosexual? Yeah. Nope. Nope. Yeah. I'm going to say no. Yeah. The reason why I'm going to say no is because either one of the person has, you know what, all it takes is a little bit of alcohol and somebody's fucking. <laughs> <laughs> That's reality. I knew it. I, and I agree with you, Hank. Then. I agree with you. I think, I think it's a very difficult thing to accomplish. And I will say at the very least, the relationship or that friendship always changes when one of those two parties is no longer single. It's very hard. Exactly. Hard to exactly. keep that friendship going. Yeah, no, that, that I can agree with. But. Why would it be hard to keep the friendship going if it was, you know what I mean? That's no, because they, they, they're trying to get in on the slide. They're, just not, they're, not, they're not strong enough to say, you know what, I want to fuck you. And they just don't want to say it like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was just, I, I, was just, I do, but they be like, "You're a good friend, Mike," and then they get mad when they see me with somebody else. So I, I used to have a lot of girls as friends, but I, I had fucked at least three of them. See, see, he's just, he's and they just wanted, us, they wanted to redo, and the other, the other ones were like, "I'm trying to get into," they just wouldn't give me the chance, but they were like trying to see if I was true more than anything. Yo, is Mike frozen? <laughs> yeah, I froze for a moment. I'm back. I kept hearing you guys the whole time there. Oh, okay. So, but I, like, I don't think you can be friends with someone you fuck. Right, and that's what that's what you made me think of with your barber, Mike. That's why I was saying that anytime because he's like, you know what I mean? Like once you, I feel like once you cross that line, that uh, the panty line, <laughs> once you cross, <laughs> once you cross that line, it's. It's, when once uh, you get into that sea, yeah. and you spread the, just, spread I just feel like things change, you know. It's just, it's just change. There's, there's a sense of entitlement. Is that what you're saying? I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but no, no. Someone would probably feel that sense of entitlement, whether it's the man or the woman, when it's it comes that, exactly. To that. Yeah, man. That's like yeah. you know. so. 
So literally, I had to block a bunch of people recently because I'm, <laughs> I have a I have a new relationship with my gusta. So oh, that's a relationship. Uh, with well, I think it is. I think it is. We gotta be deleting each other's shit. Oh, so, so I had to cut off a lot of um, friends of mine. Friends. Uh, his regular, his regular. He had to get rid of the, the roster. <laughs> the roster had to drop. I had to get rid of the roster. You know the the crutches that that you that you use in order to get into a relationship. Oh, okay. <laughs> I like to. I, sometimes it's kind of like. Uh, your relationships are like branches on a tree. You got to prune sometimes on the outside. Yes, yeah. So I did. I did the. I did the, I did the pruning. I deleted, blocked, deleted, block, deleted, yeah. block. It's it's pretty it's pretty good. <laughs> it works. Oh yeah, it's working. Okay. Well, one of them one of the keys one of them keeps bugging me through other means, but. Um, she denies it. I know she does, but I know she's trying. So I got a question for y'all. Since, since you're over, we're talking about once the panty line hits, then it's over. So I, I got a question. What if there are none? I think that I mean, that that only makes things go faster. <laughs> that just that's just like that's just like a logic thing, right? Well, if they're not wearing panties, obviously they're fucking, right? I've had a couple occurrences. Or, or, you know, you, you hit a bad laundry day. You know, it can happen. That's impossible for me. I got, first off, that's no, no way, no way. You know how much underwear women have? It's ridiculous. They got special ones. They, they yeah. wear on these special days. I, you yeah, know, come on. They always got underwear on. <laughs> like, come on now. And plus, with how this weather's been the past few days. Uh, open woman got yeah, that girl, you know. just in case, you know. Man, like salted fish, man. <laughs> <laughs> you want the food now? Oh, is, this, I, is it uh, what, what's, what's the weather like up where you're at? Hang it's hot, it's hot. It's actually, we actually have a real summer for a change. It, it, okay. st summer started for us like last couple two days ago, three days ago. Shit. It's been cold the whole summer and all of a sudden we got nice weather and everybody's summer. complaining oh it's so hot it's so humid no i love it yeah. bring more of it <laughs> okay we're going through our third trimester of summer yeah <laughs> that's a good way to put it mike Shit. it's hot like, seriously it's just the block is hot i i literally just put on shorts two days two days ago I've been wearing pants the whole fucking summer. I'm sorry. Nah, I, could, I, I would not want it. I would not wear pants unless I absolutely had to. I, I have to wear them at my job. So once I get exactly. home, they're, they're taking off. 100%. So do you, okay, so do you take them off before you leave? Like, do you take a pair of shorts to change into for the ride home? For me? Yeah. Hell no. I just wear pants until I get home or I go to the gym. And then as okay. soon as I walk into my apartment, the boots are the boots are coming off and the pants are coming down. I'm free. That's what she said. 
Instead of over the alley oop there. But yeah, man. No, dude, I used to work in a call center. And it was nice because the obviously inside is all air conditioning and whatever during the summer. But like the walk out to your car, like your car has just been baking in the sun all day and then sitting in traffic going back home. I would take an extra pair of soccer shorts to change into just for the commute. So my car was so damn hot. And I like, it's smart move. Smart move. Yeah, because nobody wants to do like long fat. Right. Oh man. No, I I get it. Like luckily at my job we have a garage, so it stays chill. But you're right, once I get out on the road in traffic and it gets all hot and I'm like too cheap to use that AC because it burns. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, it's hey, hey, the windows open, put a fan on it, and turn it. It's like sure. it I took a cup of ice with me on the ride home and get a bottle of water just to stay cool. Because I'm cheap. I mean, I ain't cheap like that's the long fresh off the boat cheap. But I'm cheap. It's okay. It's okay. Look, I'm I'm from the look, I'm from the the south, the down south. Where you guys ever watch Russell Peters stand up? No, I heard he's pretty good. Pretty yeah, I, I hear him all the time. He comes from he's from Toronto, so I hear him all the time. So okay, so you you, you know he <laughs> uh, he's not afraid to touch on some taboo. Uh, I don't know, maybe. Well, because he's basically speaking on Toronto life because Toronto's like that. It's got different, all different nationalities here. Well, I was gonna say, he would say it's not cheap, it's thrifty. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that does. sounds like the current dating scene. Well, he got that because there used to be a, um, like a, a cheap store here called Thrifty's. Oh, okay. So that's where it came from. And that's where his jokes come from. There's some reference in Toronto that it's always about. Yeah. Especially the way that the Chinese and the Indians fight over pricing. <laughs> that comes from Toronto. <laughs> that's hilarious. Wasn't there a car rental place called in America? Thrifty. Yeah. Yeah, if I remember correctly, it was. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's where it's where you used to buy all the um, the, the uh, basically refurbished clothes, and it'd be sold, and it would be in the thrifty shop. Oh, okay. Well, now we have winners and all the others, but our value village, but it used to be thrifty. I know here we got Goodwill, Salvation Army. Empire. Yeah, it'd be like a Salvation Army. That's what it'd be like. But I'll tell you what, some of them stores are like Fairfax in Vienna. It's like going into an upscale store. Yeah. Like nothing's bad quality. But I'm saying some people sleep on Goodwill, but you'll find good stuff there. Oh, yeah. Like, and not just that, Facebook Marketplace. 
I only go. That is really good. That is really good right now, by the way. Yes, and I only pick certain areas because I know it's good quality that people are getting rid of. Like, I recently got like a forty-seven TV, and I only paid eighty for it. But the guy said it's only two years old, and he only bought a new one because his wife wants a new one. So I was like, I will gladly take it off. And he was, he actually down the street from Jammer Jammer. Oh, really? So it was an easy transaction made. The hard part was putting it in the car. Even hardest part, getting it out of the car. That was some work. And then carrying that up to the fourth floor. I got stamped. Because you have to have something. I'm not taking any break just to carry that. And then go up fourth like the stairs. And this was mid-summer. Now, don't get it twisted. Once I got to the top floor, I was like, that I will admit. Even the most fittest person is struck in air once they get to the top of my post. Yeah, that's not nothing, man. Four flights is not nothing. And you see how it is on grocery day. What? Yeah. Yo, that's a good question. Yeah, that's a good question. When are you doing that next meal prep? Wow, that's Master Prestige. Probably Monday. Probably Monday. Not sure what I'm going to make. I know the other day I was making a homemade marinade to do spicy Korean barbecue chicken. I went ghetto with it. But it was on point. But she was buried in the Korean barbecue. Yeah. Yeah, man. Look, don't even twist I don't mind spending $40 in a Korean barbecue restaurant. For that same $40, I can With Korean barbecue at the apartment. Just say, just say, I'm cost efficient. It would be like, I, I, okay. no, I don't like being out in front of the too many people. I do it for the community. That's just me, though. You guys can agree. Sometimes you'd rather have small too. Yes, no, no, so quiet. Are we all wearing a blue shirt? Yes, we are. Yeah, we are. We all we all uh talked about it before. Yeah. 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 If you ask in two weeks time on shop MWO, you can get the Mike Thunder Era shirt. Free shipping. 
Stay tuned on all my socials with the official drop date. But yeah, I noticed that we're all here, bro. We just kind of interesting. All four of us. <laughs> yes, sir. It's life. For life. But anyhow, did mention that there was a part two for our earlier segment. Because uh, let's be honest, that scenario is quite funny to look at. And half of those catchphrases I used to hit on. Yes, I say women are sick like pancake batter. Caked out and mature. Anywho. I was thinking you were definitely right. The Power Rangers are, oh, my uh, God. Corbin, hey! Okay. Now look, don't just see the problem. Look at the solution. You always said you wanted a threesome. I never said that. Anchor girl, I'm down. Damn, that was my other, other girlfriend. God. Come on, baby, she's the poor man's Holly Berry. Yeah. Baby, just let me finish. Now she got me harder than Little Caesar's Day Old Pizza. Yeah. She got me harder than it is to get out the friend zone. Yeah. Baby, can't you be happy for me? She thicker than London fog. Yeah. Come on now, she got more cake than a 10 year old's birthday party. Yeah. She thicker than syrup in the freezer. Yeah. I'm trying to give it a beats by clay. Yeah. She got me harder than it is to understand how they dropped all them charges against Jesse. 16 counts? Yeah, that, that is crazy. Ah. Come on, baby. I know it's going to feel good. It's probably going to feel better to see the Bloods and the Crips get back together. Ah. Unity. Look at her. You know it's going to be good. Ah. I should have just got a room. Ah. If you let me finish, I will only smash her one time after this. Ah. I'm not even Clayton. I'm his tethered. You let us die down there. I'm not even Clayton. I'm his cousin. Smack, smack, smack. Ah. Hey, I know you mad and you got every right to be, but at least she black, huh? <laughs> ah. I'm not even inside yet, so technically nothing happened. Ah. All my life I had to fight. I did this because I heard you on the phone the other night calling that dude daddy. That was my daddy? Well, you're dribbling your shoot. You hope for the best. Ah. Now look, she's going through a very difficult time right now, okay? And I just want to make sure that I can be the elephant trunk that she lands on. Ah. Now look, Corbin, okay? Now, shit. Alright? You my girlfriend. And so is she. But you got to remember, I'm married. And Tangerine is on her way home any minute now. All right? Oh! Uh. So you just in here with two thick-ass, bad-ass, light-skinned chicks and wasn't going to invite me? Are they both light-skinned? I had no idea. We were just talking about you. See, we were playing house, right? It's this little scene that we're doing. It's called Cats in the Bed. <laughs> Okay, Tangerine, I know you mad, but I'm pregnant. It ain't, it ain't his, but I need somebody to blame it on, girl. Oh, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
So say all of my life I had to fight that shit. My fault. Yeah. All right, so yeah, I was like, this is your moment. It was. I said, oh, she going on. Okay, What's the next one I say? <clears throat> and then what? And then, let me just get in one pump. I bet it's going to feel better than the Bloods and Crips getting together. <laughs> 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 You're stupid. <laughs> oh, my God. You ready? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ah! All right. <clears throat> She got more cake than a 10 year old's birthday party. <laughs> <laughs> I literally I be, have no idea. I just be sitting thinking. All right. Oh, um, so she got more cake. Right. Look sexy. I don't know. You don't know how to look sexy. You can do this. How <laughs> I move your body for the camera and you move it. Look, keep your body here. Look like that. Okay. So cute. Give me bedroom eyes. Stop looking awkward. I don't know how. Start looking like you sexy. All my life I had to fight. Okay, yes, I do this all the time with my family. All my life I had to fight. And I come here and you don't listen. Everything you say. <clears throat> First of all, that went on way too long. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, so mean, nigga, I'm like, just okay, saying. So you, well, she did so, so mean. As soon as she, Sorry, said, I, 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 she got me harder than day old Little, little Caesar's pizza. <laughs> 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 right. You ready? Alright, uh, hey guys, thank you so much for watching my video. If you have not already, hit the subscribe button right here. Because a lot of times you see my videos and don't realize you're not subscribed. Hit the subscribe button. Also, hit the post notifications bell. Hit that bell and you'll be notified when I drop a new video. You'll be the first to know, okay? Also, if you would like any type of Team C merchandise, if you want the hoodies, t-shirts, Team CT merch all day, you can get it at my website, IamClaytonThomas.com. That is also in the description below this video. If you want to find anybody who's been in my videos, their Instagram, their Facebook, their YouTube, it's in the description below. I don't want to read anymore. Hey, how you find such and such? It's in the description. Read, okay? Also, make sure you keep it positive in the comments. I don't want to read too many thirsty comments because I don't want these girls or guys to feel disrespected. Keep it cool. Keep it just like if you were to meet us in real person, real life. Just be cool. If it's too negative, we delete it. You're blocked from the channel, and I don't want that because I have no problem throwing a block party because I block people every day. Don't make sure you be blocked. Okay? Other than that, I appreciate all the love and support. I could not do this without you guys and the support of the community. It's Team CT all day. And I put that on Wops. <laughs> I mean, the dude's got riz as a <laughs> Or an appetite of destruction. Either or. Anywho, gents, I think we're going to go ahead and call it a night. I know tomorrow night we got Thirsty Thunder Thursday. Not sure what I'm going to have for the topic. I was thinking probably, I don't know, some old school NWA or WCW. I'm not sure yet. Still working on it. Anywho. Chris Dinosaur, my man.
appreciate you coming on as always. As always, NWO has an open door policy. So come back whenever you like, man. We can do more music. Matter of fact, we should do it. And nice being you, Chris. And I'm going to listen to more of your shit, too. Nice meeting you, Hang Ten. Thanks for having me, y'all. Yeah, of course, of course. That being said, this concludes Volume 8. There's no telling how Volume 9 is going to look next week. Just know one thing, right? I just want to tell y'all something out here that's listening. Okay? Don't ever forget that whenever you need a good laugh, just call on Mike fucking thunder. Good night, everybody.